Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for being here. I think this is going to be the very last episode at the farm. So hopefully we'll get some background noise of some quail or the ducks or some nature noises for you. (laughs) Some nature ASMR. I don't think you can hear it very well, though, but this is the last one. Um, We are moving out on Tuesday, Monday, we go to the new home, sign the lease, get everything taken care of, and then Tuesday is when we move out, which is just so, it just happened so quickly, and this was definitely a short-term lease, like we knew that we had to leave in May. They are converting this, like this is a farmhouse, this is very much a farmhouse, so (laughs) um, we really wouldn't want to live here much longer anyways. It's been quite a challenge and a really great growing opportunity for us to learn about the farm life and really learn about the, I guess, the disadvantages, the things that people don't talk about online about living on a farm. Um, Like, for example, and I want to do a whole podcast episode on this, just like another rant, but um, like the amount of shit, that literal shit that you walk around in is absurd. And like, we just have like ducks and quail and like small animals. We have goats and stuff here. We don't have like horses and cows. I can't imagine (laughs) the shit that is in those farms. But, um, you know, when you have like free roaming animals, you also have free roaming poop (laughs) and you track that into your house. Like the smell, I don't think will ever leave my nostrils. I'm just, you know, gonna be honest. Anyways, it has been a great growing opportunity for us. We would not um, take it back by any means. It has been a lot of fun and just being in nature has been incredible too. Just being out here without any street noises, that's something that we're really going to have to get used to. Um, And just being out here with the animals has been really cool. So anyways, this is the last episode here. I'm honestly really going to miss my altar because it faces this huge window with the sun rising in front of me every morning and my little house plants in front but we will make another one when I get to our new home and I can't wait to decorate I literally stayed up for hours last night Spencer was asleep next to me and I was like hiding my phone under the covers so that I could go like shop around and I haven't purchased anything yet because I want to get in I'm like forcing myself to like get into the home, feel the energy, you know, a girl changes her mind very often. So like, I need to really get into the space before I start decorating it. I feel like that's the responsible thing to do. (laughs) But I was just like scrolling through, like trying to find inspiration for our new place. And I just, I love decorating and it's perfect for tourist season. Tourist season is so like pleasure filled and that's what we're going to talk about today as well because Beltane falls in to tourist season and it's just it just matches up it just it fits you know of course it does it's nature it all fits it's all cyclical and it all works in Devan Tamin <laughs> someone DM me yesterday and said that they were listening to the last episode which I didn't promote very much because it was a very vulnerable one and it was a very messy one where I was, it was just chaotic. It was real chaotic. And 
I'm so glad that people reached out to me saying that they actually like took things from it and that it it made them feel something because I was like, no one's going to fucking listen to this. Like this is just me ranting and I don't know how helpful this will be. You know, it's not a informative one at all. But this girl reached, one of my friends reached out to me and was like, I just, every time I feel like chaotic or I feel like I'm trying to control my own timing, I'm just going to have your voice in my head saying, it's all in that divine timing, baby. (laughs) I just, I love that. So yes, it is all in that divine timing. And today we are talking about the wheel of the year. The next Sabbath that we are celebrating is Beltane, which is the festival of fertility, and that is on May 1st. So lots of good things to come. Before we really dive deep though, let's get all situated, get all comfy, cozy. If you want to pull out a journal, this would be a good one to maybe take some notes. But let's start by asking, what is making you feel magical? And you can reply to this in the description box. I have a question. If you're on Spotify, you can reply it there and I'll publish your response. I don't think that it says who the response is from. So it's kind of like an anonymous thing if you wanted to do it that way or just journal about it or really just think about that question. And this is a great way to discover what the word magic really means for you and what that feeling, what that embodiment of that word is for you. I have been really committed to finding magic every single day, so it's hard to pinpoint an exact moment, but I will say that just the sun coming out recently in Washington makes everybody feel magical. I just know that for a fact. Everybody is so much more joyful and it's like the life is just like poured back into us and we can breathe again, we can play, we can go outside and yeah, that has just been making me feel so, so magical. Maisie and I have been taking some nature walks out on the farm and just soaking in these last just precious moments here and last night we went to a local park that's so beautiful it has like a little lake actually it's a pretty big lake (laughs) and um it has nature trails and huge trees and I made some dinner and packed a little picnic and we just took our little fam out and tied our dog puddles to a picnic bench and we sat there and ate dinner and Maisie fell asleep and like the wind was blowing on her face and the sun was shining down and it was just like the perfect temperature for all of us and then we went on a little walk and it was just just magical you know just those family moments outside being able to enjoy nature together is so important for us Spencer and I really bond over our love of nature and I just can't wait for the summer we always do some fun crazy shit in the summer and it's just we're ready for these adventures And now having like our little puppy and our little daughter with us, it's just, it makes it even more magical. So that's what's going on with me. But we are going to get into the next Sabbath or the next witchy celebration, which is Beltane. And Beltane, again, is on May 1st or the eve of May 1st. And I just want to kind of point out that we're talking about the northern hemisphere if you're in the southern hemisphere then it's going to be opposite months for you 
And I would honestly recommend finding someone that is in the Southern Hemisphere with you so you start to understand when your celebrations are and like what months and stuff because it can get really confusing if you're listening to someone that's in the Northern Hemisphere. But we're talking about the Wheel of the Year and we are coming up on one of the main Sabbaths. So we have major Sabbaths, four of them and four minor. And this is one of the major ones. So Beltane is a festival of fertility. And I want to read really quickly this book that I have. Um, I'll probably be reading from it a lot when it comes to Wheel of the Year. It's called The Witch's Yearbook. It's like a new age witchy book. And it is so informative, but also just so beautiful. I always post these pictures on my stories because I don't know who did this artwork, but it's incredible. So anyways, let's skip to the Beltane section here. Okay. So she says it's Beltane. Oh, by the way, this is book. The book is the witch's yearbook spells, stones, tools, and rituals for a year of modern magic by Claire Gogarty. Gogarty? Not sure. Okay. Beltane is a festival of fertility. Plants sprout rapid external growth, and it is a time of development and learning. This is the greenest time of the year, when plants are at their best and the world sparkles with life and promise. The Sabbath of Beltane, which begins at moonrise on the eve of May 1st, welcomes the summer and anticipates the abundance ahead. In earlier times, it was widely celebrated with fire, the word Beltane meaning bright fire. Bonfires were lit as they were believed to bring fertility to crops, homes, and livestock. People danced clockwise around the flames for good luck and protection against illness, and cattle were driven between fires and made a leap over the embers to protect them and keep them in good health. Beltane is a festival that's widely celebrated, and you can find events in your area either through searching Beltane events or you can also put in like May Day or Maypole events, celebrations, things like that. It's widely celebrated and most people know about the Maypole. It's a tree pole that's decorated in long ribbons and you might have seen like pictures of, you know, people long ago with long ribbons and there's men and women standing around and they do this like very specific dance to wrap the tree up in these long pretty ribbons and the tradition is that you keep that maypole up and then you burn it at Samhain, which is like another Sabbath that's closer to Halloween. And you would burn it at the end of the year to kind of celebrate all that has grown and the fertility and the birth and the blossoming of life that has come. So that is a really great tradition to even just like Google and look at it. Um, You can also do, I've heard of people doing miniature maypoles on their altar. So they'll do their own little, like get a little stick (laughs) and wrap ribbons around it that way. I personally don't. I think it's cool that other people do. Um, But again, using this Sabbath, using all of this, anything to do with Wheel of the Year to personalize it and make it your own and respect and honor where it's come from and its traditions, but like make your own traditions around it. Last year, we went to a festival at a farm in 
I think it was like at 10 o'clock at night or something. It felt really late. I don't know. I was very pregnant. So, <laughs> so who knows, but it was really cool. And they had huge fires. They had dancing. Everybody was very merry and joyful and drunk. <laughs> Not me, of course, but, um, just cause I had a baby. Maybe this year I'll be drinking. I don't know, but it was just a very joyful presence and energy to be in. I will say it was a little bit odd because some people were dressed like fairies and they had this like beautiful makeup and you know those like kind of elf looking ears things on and then other people were dressed as like the devil and then other people were dressed as the green man which we'll get into but actually I'll just say it now the green man is a uh, a figure that has a green face it's decorated in foliage like leaves and stuff like that. And it's called the Jack and the Green. And it's embodiment of the spirits of the forest and the plants. And it comes out, the green man is shown and symbolized through this festival because we're talking about the blossoming of the the earth. So that is when the green man shows its face. But at this festival, people were dressed like that. But then they were also dressed like the devil because this is kind of like a combination or a union between the devil and the angel if you will I don't personally believe in anything or put any energy towards like quote-unquote hell or the devil or anything like that so that was a little bit like shocking because it was like this beautiful I mean like the trees were all decorated it with lanterns and ribbons and like very pretty pink stuff and then it'd just be like the devil walking around you know but it's all about balance. It's all about that duality. <laughs> but it was a really cool festival. And um, some people will build a fire and jump over it and kind of symbolizing their um, not only joy, but kind of triumph their um, ability to to get past things and move on. And um, I guess just courage might be the good word for that. So those are a couple of the traditional ways of of this Sabbath being celebrated. And I also wanted to say that there's a few crystals, if you're into crystal magic, that you can work with with Beltane. You can seriously use this uh, festival in your own way. You can go out and be merry with people. You can stay in and put a crystal on your altar, and that can be it. You can journal about joy. Um, I'll get into some rituals that that you can do, but just know that these are all just options. So for the crystal magic, if you're into that, rose quartz is a great one to celebrate. Not only is it about love, but it's about that feminine energy, and this is a great time to tap into your feminine side, which everybody has no matter what gender you are. Another crystal is malachite, which is all about transformation and protection. And then the last one I was thinking of is sapphire, which is known to be a peaceful one, bringing serenity and also bringing wisdom. So I know that we're talking about fertility and the first thing that comes to mind is being pregnant which I really felt felt like a goddess with this <laughs> last year because I was pregnant and I was like, yes, <laughs> festival of fertility, this is for me, but you don't have to be pregnant. Nobody has to be pregnant. That's not 
the only use of this word. You can also be bringing to life your goals. You can be building a new business. You can do small things like you can have a garden out back or tend to your house plants. This is a time to also think about what you want to birth and go back to your spring intentions that you set with Ostara, the last Sabbath, and think about the things that you wanted the things that you planted in the ground and how we were talking about seeds and planting those intentions and waiting for them to come to fruition. And this is the time where they start to come to fruition. So we're putting in the work still. We're still like sowing those seeds. We're still taking care of our earth, taking care and um, putting in the nutrients, you know, just really tending to them. But this is when we start to see that payoff. This is when they start to bloom and blossom and when we can start to celebrate all that we've worked for. So go back to that, ask yourself, and if you didn't, you know, plant those seeds, quote unquote, or literally, um, so you can still do that now. Like we, like I said, we're moving into a new house and I'm still going to plant seeds. It's still a great time to plant seeds, (laughs) depending on what you're, what you're wanting to harvest. Um, and you can plant seeds all year round. This is just, this is just the time to really focus on what's blooming around you. So another thing to do is to take a nature walk and just look at what's blossoming around you. So some rituals that I came up with is the first one is attracting love. So if you are single, this is a wonderful time. If you are single and in the position to where you are looking and actively looking and wanting a partner, this is a great time to write out your intentions, write out how you would feel with that person, what that person's presence feels like to you. And you can even write this on like a heart-shaped paper. You can write this on like a pink or red paper, get all Valentine's-y with it. And this energy will help support that attraction um, and calling your partner forward. If you are in a relationship and you are still looking for that loving presence or you're wanting to attract more of that loving presence with your partner, then you can do the same thing and just really focus and hone in on the partner that you already have and what you need to do or really maybe instead of the actions, how you want to feel with your partner in the future and what that love looks like and represents for you. I'm sorry if you can hear my dishwasher in the background. (laughs) Maybe you won't be able to hear the ducks today because you're just going to hear my fucking dishwasher. Okay, another thing that I'm very excited to talk about is calling in Aphrodite, which is the goddess of fertility and the goddess of love. Aphrodite is ruled by the planet Venus, so you can also do some research on Venus or just kind of calling in that um, sexuality, that sensual energy. This is a great time for sex magic if you are into that kind of thing. Again, this is perfect for Taurus season. Taurus people love pleasure, all types of pleasure. So it's a great time to journal about your journey with sex. This can be, this is a very, you know, taboo topic and I think more people are starting to talk about it, which is great, but there's a lot to 
unpack when it comes to your own sexuality, when it comes to your journey with sex. Everybody has a different experience with all of it. So whether you've never had sex before or you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's a great time to question your journey. I'm reading a book right now called The Soul of Sex, which is perfect for Beltane because it talks about Venus and Aphrodite quite a bit. And it talks all about like the um, history and how we've gotten to this point where sex is a taboo topic and how it used to be that we adorned it and that it was just this beautiful ritual and getting back to that and bringing soulful energy back into sex rather than just like this meaningless thing that like feels good for a minute and then it's done you know it's (laughs) this book is really um opening my eyes to the energetic things that go into it so you can start to research or ask yourself about sex magic and sexuality and calling in Aphrodite and the planet of Venus another thing to do is to get in touch with the fae and talk to fairies are you into that if you're not that's okay and if you are research it more again these are just little nuggets and and um seeds if you will of things to plant in your mind to question do you like thinking about fairies do you think they're cool if you do research them honestly i'm at a place where i don't really want to like specifically learn I thought I did but I'm just not at this place yet about fairies and I don't want to learn really like the history of them or anything like that my version of like getting in touch with the fae is looking on Pinterest and looking at all of these different fairies from um years and years ago these these beautiful artworks and things like that and just like allowing it to be magical and whimsical and not having like a history behind it. I just like looking at the pictures and I like going out on nature walks and staring into the moss and staring into the trees and being like a fairy would totally live there and like things like that. It's very magical and whimsical to me. Um, But if you want to learn about the history, there's like tons of courses on it now. And um, again, do your research if that's your thing. So... That is Beltane. I want to know what you think about this. I want to question and help you get in touch. And I hope that you feel inspired to get in touch with your own sensuality, with redefining what fertility looks like in your life at this moment, with calling in more love and getting in touch with your feminine side and feeling into that power of sensuality, that power of pleasure. Taurus season is among us and I hope that you are feeling loved. I hope that you are giving love and receiving it and really fully basking in the sun that's out and the plants and things that are in full bloom. I'm so excited for summer. I am a summer baby, so I just I just absolutely love this season that is coming up. But spring just feels like so 
what's the right word? It just is feeling like anticipatory, if that's a word. It's feeling like I'm so excited for summer to come, but I'm also trying to stay as present as possible with spring and with the Sabbath and with even just this Taurus season. Okay, I think that is all for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and took something from it. If you did, please give it a rating on the app that you are listening to it on. Please share it with a friend so that I can continue doing this. And I hope that you guys have a magical Beltane. I'll be talking way more about it on my stories and Instagram and things like that. But if you have any questions, reach me on there at Brick Taylor Wellness. And I would love to answer any questions that you have or just dive deeper with you in the DMs. All right. Have a wonderful, magical week. And I will talk to you guys very soon.